they say that, and they say yeah, and they say that. Won't stop now. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making them my folks locked down. I never went nowhere. What they say in loot is back. Blame it on that conjure. The hood call it loot a yak. And I'm on this foolish track. So I spit my foolish flow. My hands go up and down like strippers' booties go. My verses still be serving. Type like a million virgins. Last time on a college remix. Now I'm on the original version. Can't never count me out. Y'all better count me in. Got 20 bank accounts. Accountants count me in.
all the things I try my hand at. Search for the equation to persuasions I'm used to. Find a comfort in the bones, across the bones I get used to. A mountain is spontane, spinning in monsoon and grinning is high octane. This blows about why I came, rolling down the hills cause life's a hassle. It's circled by my folly like a boat around the castle. Stay afloat, catch the second wind, then is the air I breathe. Cheery eye, nose running, wipe the snout on my sleeve. I'm calling on the savior to be all that I need. Please forgive me, my behavior had me lost in life.
hey, hey. Crushed it. Oh, what's going on, man? What's going on? Hey. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the show. That's right. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Yeah, I changed the name. It was Let's Talk. But I changed the name to The Talk with Mr. Talk. I sure they did. Yeah. So that's what you're listening to. But I'm still me. So don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. Anyway, welcome to the show, man. We got some good stuff for you. Uh, we're going to revisit this Brittany Griner case that now that there's more information available. And see, was the, the, the prisoner swap really as bad as people said it was? I have my own uh, opinion on that, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, also, Pastor Jamal Bryant. Yeah, I said pastor, minister, reverend, whatever title you want to give him. Yeah, he came up with an interesting thought process. Growing cannabis on on, on church land. <laughs> Growing cannabis on church land. Now, that is an interesting thought, if nothing else. But, yeah, we're going to get into that a little bit, too. And um, P. Ross want to talk about this case over in Norway, where this, this uh, I guess you're a reporter or somebody is being sued. Yeah, because she said, she made the statement that men cannot be lesbians. So in Norway... This one um, actress or whatever is suing her before, because she says she's being discriminative. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, 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 it's about as crazy as it sounds. It, it really is. Uh, so those are some of the things we're going to be talking about today. And um, I hope you're ready to have some fun. I'm in a mu- musical mode at the moment. So y'all please forgive me. But I got to do what I have to do. I'm feeling right now. But um, yeah. So that's those are the things that's up for discussion, and uh, whatever else you may bring. Because I know a lot of times we get to talking to man, and we start off one place and we end up somewhere else, which is good. That means the conversation is branching out and it's not staying one dimensional and dying. Even though it is kind of one dimensional because most times it's me and and the fellas, you know, besides Pete Ross, but Pete Ross gives the woman is really well along with the religious perspective really well, as long as just common sense perspective really well. Not saying that I agree with her all the time. not saying she agree with me all the time. But it makes for a great, great combination. <laughs> and, of course, your inputs as well. You know, I like to hear what y'all are thinking. Because sometimes y'all be coming up with some stuff I would never have thought about. So, and that, that gets, gets the, the, the thought part, the mind to working, you know. And some of y'all might need to work a little harder than what it's been doing lately because, woo some of y'all lacking on the side of uh, gray matter. <laughs> but I am not going to go any further than that. All right, y'all, I'm going to give y'all one more song because that's what I'm feeling right now. And then when I come back, we're going to get started, all right? So enjoy. I'm Shaggy, man, and I'll talk to y'all in a few.
was a little different wasn't it yeah nice and funky all right so welcome back to the show i'm your host mr talk hey if you want to um, be a part of the show or contact me at during any time of the show before the show after the show anytime i guess you might as well go on to say here how you how you can do it to be live on the show all they do is call in at 347-838-8622 uh my email is eric let's l-e-t-s talk at gmail.com Okay, in our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are the ways you can participate on the show. And as I did mention before, if you have any other ways of contacting me, feel free. Feel free. Y'all know I respond. Uh, Yeah. Uh, And that's any (laughs) time. If you have an idea or want to ask me a question, sure, why not? I'm good at answering questions sometimes. <laughs> sometimes now I'm going to say all the time because some, my mind be gone sometimes, so I can't answer any questions. But today my mind is kind of here, so we good. We are good. Anyway, so let's get it on, man. Let's do this. Um, while waiting on P. Ross, let's talk about Brittany for a little bit. Brittany Griner, as we all know, last week, around what, about a week now, seven days. Uh, ago, 
she was released from Russian prison and for a swap of, of uh, the so-called merchant of death, Victor Bout. And uh, there was a lot of backlash, man. I mean, there are, there was some positive things as well um, as far as her being released. But, oh, my, the, the negative comments and, and memes that were done it were just ridiculous, man. You would think that people in general would be happy that, at least somebody got out of the Russian prison. I really, and you know, it's just amazing how how people mind minds are swayed or attitudes are swayed depending on uh, the media take on a topic or how much they do their own research on a topic. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, we just fail to do our own research, so we just go by with what we keep hearing. And a lot of times it's just not the truth, man. It is not the truth. It's not. You know, and that includes everyone. There's nobody who escapes that 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 type of uh, mindset. Whether you're being swayed minutely or in a huge way to that's all you believe, we all we all are swayed one way or another, and it depends on our values, our political uh, uh, affiliations. A lot of times, religious affiliations, uh, the 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 in crowd that we want to be a part of, the in crowd that we run with. I it, you can go on and on and on, but we are being uh, um, swayed one way or the other, and I think now. Um, in this this generation, this in society, this the generation coming up now are saying, "No, we're we're not going to let you sway us like this no more." Yeah, we're not going to let that happen. But I, I, I'm gonna save that. That's part of my closing thing. All right, but anyway, <laughs> let's get to talking about this thing because I I, I I wanted to look at all the information that was out there so far on on this prisoner swap. And just look at it and say, okay, was this uh, as bad as a deal as some are making it? Or is it as those that see that glass half full type of um, point of view? We got the best thing. We got what the best we could. You know, we really had no leverage, so we, we took what we could. So, you know, when, when you look at all that and, and from the, the top of it, looking at it from the top, and when I say from the top, um, I mean media outlets, whatever media outlet you use, and, and just stand with that point of view, you think it was just a, a, a one-way rotten type of transaction or swap. I'm going to say a transaction, a swap. So, yeah, let's take a look at this thing here and see what's really going on. Um, before I, I, I go there, you know, and, and here's here's the part that really kind of kind of uh, messes me up because the, the Paul Whalen, uh, yeah, he's not the only American detained in a foreign country. He's not. Now, some estimate that there's around 200 Americans that are being held in China alone. Now, we're talking about China. 
China alone. And that's not to mention the other 40, 50 that should be held around the world on no, you know, nobody really knows what they're being held for, except for maybe their families. But you see nobody up ranting and raving and running around complaining about that. Right? Now, logically, let's look at this thing. Brittany Griner did break the law. She broke the law. She broke Russian law. Now, some some say, well, we can put an asterisk by that because um, she's been playing ball over there for, what, five, six years, and I'm sure that um, that's not the first time she's done that, and she was just targeted to be a political ploy for Putin who wanted to get involved in American politics and turn the people against the president, Biden. That may, I, I can see that as well. Then there are those out there that say, well, you know, she didn't want to stand for the American, the national anthem. She said she didn't want to be in the room when it was played. And for that reason, you dislike this woman. Or you dislike the, the swap that was made. You know, that's that's the funny thing about Americans. Americans have such a short, 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 short memory span on, on things. That's why I go back to we're being swayed. We were swayed. Because as soon as something else uh, great pops up, we think it's great. That's that's what our mind goes. Now, of course, uh, um. Being that Griner was released, every family of a detained person basically want the Biden administration to work harder to to have their their uh, loved one released. And I, I understand that because if I, it was one of mine, I would want them released as well. I, I really would. But I think sometimes we let the 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 whispers in our ears get the better of our, our, our judgment and, and what we know to be so true logic. Okay. When you are negotiating certain things like prisoner swaps and whatever, and why a person is detained in another country or detained period, you got to think about what they did. They get protect. I mean, detained for, you know what? Keep saying detained. What they got arrested for? Trying to talk all good. What did they get arrested for? Huh? What did they get arrested for? A, little, a lot of people don't even realize there was a, there was a prisoner swap done um, between the United States and Russia earlier this year. That's right. It sure was. We swapped a former Marine for a drug smuggler. Someone who had smuggled $100 million worth of cocaine into the United States. But where was the fanfare about that? Where was the outrage about that? Was it because it was a a former U.S. Marine? Was it because it was a white, as far as we know, straight guy? 
And there's a problem with Brittany Griner because she's a lesbian. She's a married lesbian who just happens to be African-American, who just happens to be an athlete, top of her game, in her league. Is that what the problem is? Is that why there's a problem? Uh, oh, and, and that she did speak out against racism and in police brutality in this country, in the United States? Is that the reason why you're so upset and you wanted Paul wailing out instead because he was a former Marine? And he's a white guy? That why? That's why you're upset about it. Well, Mr. Whaler is not as, as squeaky clean as people want, want, you to, want you to believe. He's really not. Number one, he was dishonorably discharged from the Marines. And he was only in the, the Marine Reserve. Now, the reservists don't, don't, you know. Hey, I was active duty, okay? You know what the thing is between reserves and active duty. So, yeah. And when he went to Iraq, he basically was the company secretary. The company secretary. But he was discharged from the Marine Corps for larceny. And for those that don't mean, he was stealing. He, well, he tried to steal $10,000. Guess he wasn't good at that, huh? Because he got caught. And there was some other charges. Um, he was also charged with trying to use someone else's Social Security number. So now, just from those, that little information I gave you about the two individuals, there's someone already that has a track record of criminal activity. <laughs> yeah, okay, Brittany and her first wife got into a domestic, you know, squabble or what have you, and yeah. But that's like with your wife or your spouse, uh, and compared to trying to steal some money from the military, and on top of that, use someone else's one of your battles social security number. They didn't say whether it was one of his battles or not. I'm just guessing it was. So now, <laughs> it, it's just interesting, man. Just thinking about the stuff. An administrative clerk. And I like the way they put that, an administrative clerk. Look, the boy was a secretary. We're going to put it in civilian terms. He was a secretary in the military, okay, during the, Gulf, the Iraq War. Okay, I'm just saying that. Yeah, that's what he was. And for those that don't really know, you ask any Marine, a dishonorably discharged Marine is no longer considered a Marine in the eyes of a Real Marine, I guess you can say. I'm just saying, an honorable discharge Marine. I'm just saying. I'm putting it out there for you. I really am. I'm putting it out there for you. <laughs> oh. Now, here's some other stuff. When Waylon 
was detained by the agents for the FBS, I mean SSB, FSB, yeah, terror room in Moscow. This is the excuse to guy. <laughs> Investigators said he was a spy for military intelligence with a rank of colonel or higher. Okay. And had been caught red-handed with a computer flash drive containing classified information. All right, so let's talk about that. Classified information, document, uh, flash drive. You worked inside the oily room or the S1, S2, S3, S4, S5, you know, administrative offices. Things are discussed and a lot of things are done. And, and, you know, you can see where it can be done, that, that, that can be done a little bit here and there, a little bit there and here and there, and it can be done. So that is not helping him any, but here was the crazy part. Waylon said he had been in Russia for a friend's wedding and had been given the drive in a sting by a Russian friend. Let's talk about this. He was given, he was, he was, he had been given the drive, the flash drive in a sting by a Russian friend. So what kind of sting are you talking about now? Because things we know about aren't good. They aren't good. Usually somebody's going to jail during a sting. And by a Russian friend? And you really didn't think not to? <laughs> See, that, that that tells you right there, something doesn't smell right. Something's not right. Now, maybe it's with the explanation. Maybe with is with the actual action act there. But something isn't right with that. That statement alone brings doubt into what was really going on. No, it makes you wonder: Was he really set up, or is this more evidence that he just may be guilty? He may be guilty. Then he went on to say, he thought he had thought he said he had thought it contained holiday photos. That just made it worse. That just made it worse. Now, number one, he said his friend gave it to him in a sting. That means something was going on illegal, right? Something illegally illegal was happening for there to be a sting. And then for someone to give you a flash drive and you never bothered to look at it, just out of curiosity, Especially after it was given to you in a sting? Where's the logic in that? Where is the logic? Now, those that's defending Waylon, those that's prosecuting Waylon, you can see where you really got a lot to prove either way. You can say, yeah, it's circumstantial, but 
it, it's still showing a pattern if you go back to his time in the Marine Reserve. Now, this was was so crazy because they held the trial entirely, completely behind closed doors. I mean, they shut it down and said, nobody's coming in. And let's see, he was convicted of spying in 2020 and sentenced to 16 years in a maximum security jail. Yep. And, of course, they eventually they move him to the penal colonies. So that's the tale on the tape of, of Mr. Whalen there. So here you have one individual that has a history of theft or trying to steal, you know, history of using other people's information to steal. So if you logically look at this, can you can't you can't you say that well there's a possibility he may have been they had more fuel to the fire he worked in in the office with the officers and the NCOs and yeah so he was privy to a lot of information the normal Joe wouldn't be. Some just make it go home. Yeah, make you go hmm. But it was, it, 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 you know, it wasn't. It still wasn't a good swap though. From let them telling it. So then you have Brittany. Yeah. You know she she joined in the protests of George with George Floyd about George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? You know, she's not going to uh, uh, stand up for the national anthem. She don't even want to be out there on the floor when it, when it's being played. Now, but at the same time, she said, um, I want to, you know, she didn't, she don't mean that any, she mean that any respect to our country. And then she said, I don't mean that in any disrespect to our country. My dad was in Vietnam and a law officer for 30 years. I wanted to be a cop before basketball. I do have pride for my country. Then Griner added that she would walk off the court should the Star Spangled Banner be played. Okay. Does that weigh the same as as trying to steal something? Or just that that it, it really doesn't show respect to the flag? And she went on to say, I'm going to protect protests regardless. I'm not going to be out there for the national anthem. If the league continues to want to play it, that's fine. It will be all season long. I'll not be out there. I feel like more are going to probably do the same thing. I can only speak for myself. At the Olympics, I understand you're, paying, you're playing for your country at that point. So, you know, <laughs> that's that's one of them, 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 those those statements or speeches that kind of stays in the middle of the road a little bit. It's like on, on this one end, I'm just not going to do it. I'm sorry, I'm gonna stand my ground. And on other, on other, you're like, but you know, 
for this moment, uh, just for this little bit of time, I'm going to do this. But when it's time for me to represent the country or it's time for me to really re- to do something where I need to, yes, I will stand for the national anthem. That's that wobble. That, that should, <laughs> that should, should call that the wobble because that's what that is. That's walking the line, fine line, fine, fine line. And we're gonna talk a little bit about more that at the end. But anyway, so yeah. And that that's basically what everybody has a problem with her about. Just that. Now more people know about that right there than they do about the history of Paul Whalen's um actions. And I don't really think they wanna know. It's, I think the biggest problem they have with Britney Griner being released is of her sexuality. Her ethnicity and her her um comment during her protest. I think that's the biggest problem. Hey, it, it wasn't that they released uh uh Victor Bout. It really wasn't about that. That's a good that's a good smoke screen though. That's a good smoke screen. Because they were they were gonna release him eventually anyway. They just had to wait for the right person. If you know anything about this 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 great country of the United States of America, if you know anything about them, you know, they're just not going to release somebody they claim is that dangerous without knowing where they are. Come on. Are, are we supposed to be that naive? Are we supposed to believe that that, that is just going to be like that and that's it? He's free now. He can do what he wants to. Yeah, that, it's not going to happen like that. So I think y'all need to calm down a little bit. If you have ever paid attention to what the United States of America does, they never do do anything without a plan. Without a plan. Nobody got up in, in a big uproar when the Taliban... When when Trump agreed to release five thousand Taliban prisoners, nobody got in a big uproar about that. Some of the same ones that's trying to blow the ceiling off about this this little swap here. Nobody said anything. Nothing. And the United States didn't get anything back for that. Nothing. And in talking about this, you know, uh, um, former President Trump actually did come out and say, "Yeah, we had, we could have, but we didn't." Of course, he gave this great speech about there's no way I would have swapped, would have let Victor Bout out, you know, for a hundred people. Now, if you have the most narcissistic, American first, make America great, white man in office as president, and he doesn't want to let Waylon out, get Waylon out, really? Shouldn't you think about that? Shouldn't you think about that? Just didn't do it. 
wasn't interested in doing it. And proud to tell you that. <laughs> Very proud to tell you that. But nobody, you know, nobody's. We were good because nobody knew about it anyway. Because it, it wasn't broadcast. But now that this happens, this swap happens, everybody's up in the roar. Victor Bout. Yeah. His his case is interesting as well. Yeah, he supplied he supplied weapons and and things of that nature to warlords in Africa and across the world. Yeah. The United States Last Department of Defense used one of his companies to fly food and equipment to to the United States soldiers mm, during the, the the Gulf War and the Iraq War. So it's not like they didn't use his services as well. Not to mention not that. The United States of America wasn't involved in some of those uh, um, skirmishes under the table that they're not going to tell you about. And if you look at the case notes and things uh, of the trial, that is really not what he was convicted for. He was convicted for uh, 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 small, minute, basically, things. Anything to put him behind bars, put it that way. And the only time the United States only time the United States cared was when he wanted to sell uh some missiles to shoot down American stuff. Everybody else, hey, let him keep selling. He's making his money. Now, they're going to tell you, well, he was protected by Russia and Putin, and he had different places he stayed, his safe houses. Yeah, you can sell that to the normal Joe. This one here is not buying that. If you knew all that, you could have got him anytime you wanted to. So, once again, why is it such a bad idea that he was released? When we, those of us know, know that he will be tracked. If he's that dangerous, yes, he's going to be tracked. But got your problems. Everybody has their problems, right? But yet nobody's talking about them 240, 50 people that's still over there. And, yeah, what about those individuals? Do we have enough people that we can swap out? And, see, that's what a lot of people are worried about is that uh, now – if you're an American and you go overseas, and depends on where you go, you can be snatched up and then held hostage, basically, for exchange of a prisoner or what have you. And, yes, it's a possibility, but it was a possibility before <laughs> before this happened as well. And you didn't worry about it then. And there's been multiple and multiple uh, uh, prisoners transfers involving Americans and, and others. 
You didn't worry about it then, but now you want to worry about it. Well, here's a tip for you. Don't make yourself a soft target. And better yet, just don't go. Stay home. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I'm being facetious then, as they, as they like to say. But my point is, you know, this is one thing. What about the rest of them? You know, I, I read the, the the list of people who were support who was supporting Britney, and I'm gonna tell you, with the support she had behind had behind her, oh yeah, she was coming. She had all the major women groups behind her, pushing, prodding, not letting anyone forget. And when I say the, the major ones, yes, that voting block that a lot of people forget about. But, yeah, they were behind us, and they kept pushing. It didn't let you forget. What about the rest of the Americans over there? How many times do we hear about that? I know that they're working behind the scenes a lot of times, da, 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 da. Okay, then. Well, basically, that's how this got done. But you have to understand if you holding uh, um, how can I put it? Um, if you holding a handful of pecans and you have no teeth, and and your 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 brother standing across from you with the pecan cracker, and he really don't want nothing from you, but you need that that pecan cracker. You got to make a deal, right? You're not holding, you you have no advantage right there, none whatsoever. Because you need that pecan cracker. Or you want that pecan cracker. And that's exactly what's going on with Putin and, and, and Biden. Right after the midterms, when he knew the political, uh, 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 how can I say it, political, uh, turmoil or, or question would be asked, and at at the the height, yeah, he knows the American public better than the American public. He knew that there would be some detention, some arguments, and about this trade, this swap. I keep saying trade. It kind of was a trade, though. If you ask, you trade to him. Yeah, it was a trade too. But they prefer the term swap. <laughs> but yeah. So, when I, I, only thing I'm asking when you look at look at uh, things like this, go deeper, man. Go deeper, because you just can't. You just cannot look at it from the outside in and say, "Oh, yeah, that wasn't good." Because you don't have all the facts. And without having the facts and understanding how certain things work, you're always going to be misinformed. Always. And that is what um, um, a lot of the fight is about now. Because this generation coming up, they do not want to be misinformed. And they are not going to be misinformed. 
you know, some of us older um, people, yeah, sometimes we need to step back and, and learn something new a little bit here and there. And I think it would change our, our the way we look at certain things and our outlooks. And it may actually make the world a better place. I'm talking about everybody, uh, uh, everyone. At the moment, that's what I'm talking about. And we, we, we can do that. We may have to help some. And, of course, there's going to be some that's not going to do it. They don't care. If Fox News said it, it's true. And there's others that say if CNN said it, it's true. If BET said it, it's true. If Facebook said it, it's true. That was something to tell you. That was something to believe. But as the old saying goes, everything that glitters isn't gold. You know, we we as, as humans, we, we are wonderful at telling a side of the story that makes us look favorable. And that's just when we're talking to our friends. And we know we'd be lying or we'd be leaving out important piece, bits and pieces, but we do it anyway. So we do it on a daily basis. What makes you think those in charge <laughs> wouldn't do it? Especially when it comes to something like this. Did anybody think that Victor Bout may have been coming up for parole or something? Or oh, he was reaching his minimum um, sentence time? Or the United States had reached his limit and how long they could have held him legally? You know, th- these are the things I don't think... I, I don't think people are really, really, really thinking about. You know, just going with the daily, you know, uh, um, barrage of how it's a, it was a bad swap and it shouldn't have been done without bringing Whalen. Well, Whalen has a little bit more history of doing wrong, which is what he was convicted of in Russia. Given his position in the reserves, Boy, I tell you, it, 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 it looks a little bit convicting there. So I keep giving y'all the facts. I mean, I have a whole lot more. I, I really do. Um, but I'm not going to bore y'all with all that information. I just picked out a lot of the good stuff and hope that, and I wanted you to see that. You know, just don't listen to people who keep yelling about, you know, that was a bad swap. That was a bad swap. You know, it it was a bad swap for who? For who? All right, so we talked about that. And (laughs) y'all want to talk to me about that, what I just talked to y'all about. Give me a call, 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericlesstalk at gmail.com. And 
man, don't forget our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Now, y'all, I know y'all tired of hearing me talk. So I'm a brain, the brains of the operation in, the intelligent one, the one that has more than the eighth grade education, my co-host, the one, the only, P. Ross. Where you be? I'm right here. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing wonderful. Catch me up to speed. What are we talking about? Well, I, I was just um, giving, giving, um, I'm not going to say a lesson. I was giving a monologue on um, the Brittany Griner case, how you just can't look at it from the outside and say, oh, yeah, that was a bad trade. You know? Uh. I gave gave some of Paul Whalen's, you know, why he was kept he he, he was over in um Russia as and um how he had a history of doing things that would kind of make lend you to say, yeah, he may have done that now. And we know Britney did it, but compared to spine, compared to vape cartridges, hey, I don't know. And and I mentioned about how everybody is upset about this, but what about the trade that was made earlier this year for a, a former Marine, and they released a, a drug the drug smuggler, trafficker as they called him, right, who had to ship over $100 million of cocaine into the United States. Now, we're supposed to be having a war on drugs. Why are they releasing him? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, if we're going to do this, why, is, why are we releasing him? So uh, yeah, so you have to look at all that, but nobody made a big stink about that. So why why is it such a big stink about this one? Is it because, as I said before, she black? Oh, I'm sorry, I used the term African American. Um, she's a woman, she's a lesbian, and she's a professional athlete at the top of her game. That's why it's all the hate. Oh, yeah, and she said she wasn't going to stand for the uh, National Anthem during the WNBA games. Yeah, during the George Floyd protests. Is that why it wasn't a good trade? She let us sit over there and, and, and think about standing for the National Anthem next time. Oh. But you take Mr. Whalen, you know, who worked in the in – the, Orly room in the army, you know, basically a secretary for the officers and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was throwing out the Marines for larceny, still $10,000 and was, was convicted of uh, trying to use somebody else's social security number to do some stuff. So there's a history of him doing wrong. And then when he got caught, he said he had been in, in – in, um, I'm catching you up. He Because uh, I know they had heard it already. Um, he was in Russia for a friend's wedding. And during a sting – listen to what I'm saying. During a sting, his friend gave him a flash drive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, you heard the words, that's, right? So, so that's how he got, got set up for uh, this so-called spying. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, for, because of the flash drive. Yeah, he said he thought it was just holiday photos. 
Now, my thing is, number one, you use that word steam. That tells me right there something right wasn't going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, why would I take something, if we get in the middle of a steam, why well, I'm going to take something for you and put it, now I don't know what's on it, especially a flash drive. Mm-hmm. See, that, that, that kind of make you shake your head a little bit, don't it? <laughs> like, okay, this guy may not, this guy may not be that smart. Plus the fact that um, he had a background in IT. Uh Uh-huh. See? There's another one. Yeah. Yeah, he had a background in IT. So um, furthermore, you know, everybody down on Biden, at least he tried to get it. Trump didn't even try. (laughs) Come on now. Said he didn't. Said he didn't. Just let's just be realistic. He he didn't even try to get the man released. He wouldn't even bargain, you know, for the man's release. Possibly since him and him and uh, uh, Putin was in in in, in 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 a bromance relationship, as they was calling it. Why didn't he get him released during his four years? Why didn't he? See, they want to lay everything at the at the at the feet of of of, of Biden, but no, you you got to look at all aspects of it. You got to look at the whole picture. You know, you may not like Biden Biden for whatever reason, but at least he brought somebody home. Who the hell did Trump ever bring home? Or try to? Just name one. <laughs> Okay, I wasn't ready for that question. You know, I'm just I'm just saying because we have this biasness in this country uh, on black skin and 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 white skin that's been here from the beginning, thinking that one is inferior um, to the other. But people, we need to realize that people, and I say it all the time, people are just people. You know, people are just people. I I, I don't think nobody should be. In, in, in prison or, or in, 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 in incarcerated for, you know, X number of years. Because prisons, prisons they, they, are, they are cruel, and, and those people who run them are cruel, and they have no, for the most part, they don't have any concern for human life, only what they can use the people for or how they can get their fetishes off by abusing them. Let's just be honest. I'm not saying all of them, but for the most part, yeah. Now, we only hear, you know, maybe 10% of what really goes on in those uh, in, in those prisons, you know, um, the abuse caused by um, the overseers, the guards, and all of that. You know, we always hear about prisons, prisoners beating up prisoners and da-da-da-da and all of this stuff, but how do they get access to those people if you all are supposed to be watching over them? How is all this going on? So especially when somebody in, in, in solitary confinement found beaten to death, final court broken, yeah, how in the world did that person get that way in solitary confinement and you have other prisoners telling you that the man ain't moved, I ate in three days, and, and, and y'all just leave him there. Don't get no, 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 no help, no medical attention or anything. 
for him. Uh, and he uh, l- left in the cell to die. You know, you know, so, um, no, um, um, you, you have to really think, you know, and the guy I'm talking about, it, it, it happened here in Florida. This guy was 62 years old and his name was Craig Ridley, Ridley. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and they they broke the man. They broke the man. And this happened in 2017. And the report says that they walked by his cell more than 170 times. The prison. The prisoners told him, hey, we he moved off his bed for three, four days. What's really going on? Uh-huh. They dislocated his neck. Wow. Wow. Did they find out who did it? The guards did it. How they self-restraining him. Mm. The guards did it. And then they put him in his cell and, and came by and put food in, but nobody realized that. You mean to tell me that all them guards they 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 put him into they they and, and you know um, after they slammed him to the floor instead of calling for help, the man told him that you know his neck is broke. He kept telling them, "I can't move. My neck broke. I'm paralyzed. My neck broke." Instead of calling for any help, any assistance, they put him in a wheelchair shipped them to his room. The prison nurse um, told him that he wasn't paralyzed, left him in his room to die. Because they slammed him on the floor face first. And even though he it was a pool of blood there, they picked this man up, put him in a wheelchair because he couldn't move, put him in, his, in, 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 in a cell and left him to die. Even though they 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 now the 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 incident happened in September. Now he died on October twelfth. Wow. So it a month later. So you you mean to tell me this whole time y'all couldn't get that man some medical help? Y'all see that he's not eating. Y'all see that he's not moving from his bed. What's really going on? And the prison medical staff said that 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 he was fine. Ain't did no test, just said he was fine. So while we talking about prisoners and people and people being in 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 prison overseas, you need to look at what the hell you're doing over here. Y'all all in an uproar talking about how they being treated over there and 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 worse is going on over here. Ooh. Good points. Those are great points. See, so y'all, people get all upset 
over the wrong thing. I don't care who they are, black, white, white, green, purple, blue. If you can, if if you have the opportunity for somebody um, 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 to get you out of prison and excuse your absence or whatever, then yeah, whether you overseas or whether you over here, yeah, because that's it, the those all of those places over here, over there, wherever, they're all inhumane. They're inhumane because the people who are in charge, for the most part, they really don't care about those people. And they just over there. And that's the one thing we need to look at. That's the one thing when you start pointing fingers and stuff, you know, look at your own doggone cup. Exactly. You are absolutely right. Absolutely right. All right. Y'all heard that from P. Ross. She just came in and and just backed up everything I had to say. (laughs) All right, so let's move on. Let's move on. Only thing I'm saying about it is, hey, look at all the facts. Look at all the facts, okay? Exactly. Before you start. Yeah. Exactly. So let's talk about Jamal, Pastor Jamal Bryant. Hey, you ever notice nobody's called Reverend anymore? It's either Pastor or... uh, Whatever, overseer, bishop, apostle, but nobody's called reverend anymore. That's interesting. But anyway, well, besides Al Sharpton, I guess that's a distinction in itself. But anyway, it's about uh, Jamal Bryant because the pastor Jamal Bryant says he wants to grow cannabis on church ground, on church property in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, I've I've been asking people, and I've been reading, you know, researching, and it's interesting at some of the comments, <laughs> you know, some people say, uh-uh, no, 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 you can't do that, no, that's not right. Okay, but why? Why isn't it right? You have all this land out here. And let's see, I know they have a whole lot of land. Because he took over the church that um, Eddie Long had. Yeah, I know. T. Ross, I know you remember Eddie Long. Uh (laughs) Yeah. So he took over that church. Yeah. That church. And when he took that church over, it was like $30 million in the hole. $30 million in the hole. So that's telling you, this is a large church. I mean, to be $30. Man, come on now. (laughs) <laughs> uh, let's see I, I, I'm trying to find it here Got my notes in front of me I know he has over. They have over 100 acres of land They they really do and, and he said You know we got the land Why aren't we growing it He said what the problem is A lot of the churches today are living, Aren't living in the 21st century He said we can take the, the, the money earned from that You know Well I said this part And enhance the neighborhoods you know, you won't have to pay no more um, building funds. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, that's an old church today right there. You don't have to pay any more building funds. But this other thing is to bring young black men off the street. And he said it's still about saving souls. Now, it's not about having them come in and have a, a smoke party or anything like that. He said, but basically come in, teach them farming, you know, how to work with the ecosystems. And entrepreneurship, and of course, save the souls. He did add that part in there. Yeah. 
New Birth owns 250 acres of land in DeKalb County. And out of that 250, 180 acres are buildable. Now, honestly, looking at it from my point of view, think that's such a bad idea. I, I really don't. You know, I guess I, I don't I don't um I'm fall under that mantra that, you know, just because the church out there, you can't do nothing, you know. If it's positive, why not? You have the land. Why are you just going to let it sit there? And you can teach our, our young men in our community how to farm. That means grow their own food. Don't depend on anybody, right? How to become businessmen, you know, legally, because a lot of them are already businessmen, just illegally. illegally. And, and just build up the community. So if, if big government can do it, why can't the church? And don't give me that nonsense about separation of church and state. That ain't going to get it. But you understand what I'm saying? This is a revenue-making adventure. If, if Now, let me go on to clarify. He can't do it right now because <laughs> cannabis is not legal in Atlanta, in, in Georgia. Okay, so he can't do it. But by some chance it becomes legal. I think it's a great idea. I really do. It's a, a, a as long as it's done legally, it, it's a great financial uh, st- stability type of thing to me. That's the way I'm, I'm looking at it from a financial uh, standpoint. It, it's a great, it's a great thing. What you think, T? Uh, for a business, from a business perspective, like you say, separating the church and and and, and state perspective of it um yeah it's, it's a great money making um opportunity and it can possibly um teach the youth uh entrepreneurial skills but the backlash but the but the but the backlash to that is as you said it's a church and traditionally people are not going to agree that uh, that's an enterprise that a church should be um, entertaining. Okay. Well, then they should be doing any bingo um, call outs or anything like that or raffles. That's gambling. That, well, is, that's gam- not, that is gambling, yes. I it mean, if we're going to get technical, it's gambling. But you do it in the, in the church hall every week. But. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing that for. Forever. But let's let's be honest, the land is not the church. The the, the building is not the church actually. So it's, what what's the problem? It's, it's the people that are the church. But still, as I said, traditionally the 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 this is is the perception of what the church ought not to be doing. Number one, everybody gonna look at that that one that one scripture that says be ye sober. So and we know we we finna get you high. Now you wanna grow this marijuana and uh everybody gonna be high. <laughs> we call it medicinal, all, you know. All we, we don't we, get you high. All we don't no, get you high. No, 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 listen, we, we call it medicinal and, and it has its purposes, 
But as I said, the perception is this, okay? This is not what the church ought to be undertaking because the church in the world is supposed to be in this world but not of this world. So if we're doing worldly things more and more, the church is not looking like the church of Jesus Christ anymore. It's looking more like the world. And that is the biggest and that is the biggest draw. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't they farm in the Bible? They did farm. Okay then, that's all it is, is farming. Just because mm-hmm. it's, no. it's just just because <laughs> it's something just because it's something that the government says, Oh no, it's bad for you. You can't do that. Everybody has that, that, that thought process that it, it you know, it's just all bad. No, it's not. You're talking about Building up a community, if it's done right, and you have a steady stream of cash coming in to where you don't have to depend on these sorry behind politicians to do anything for you, you know, do anything for you. You can support yourself. You can support the neighborhood. I, I, that's why I don't think it's and, and it's it's land, nothing but land out there, money that we keep in our own neighborhoods. And church, what is the problem with it? See, and I kind of agree with him when he said the churches today, they do have to come out of that traditional nonsense thinking they do sometimes because that is what's holding them back. And that's why a lot of young people don't want to be bothered with it because of the old traditional thinking. Now, I'm not saying all of it is bad, but what I'm saying is, especially when it comes to trying to attract new people into the church, you know, you'd be surprised uh, uh, what a, I think a positive impact it would have. Everybody want to look at the negative impact because that, once again, is what we've been told and conditioned to think. But I, I think it's a, a, a great idea myself, personally. <laughs> but go ahead, Pete. Keep beating me up. Go ahead. Now this says that um they do the, the 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 church he has does have a lot of land but this 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 is the other thing you know um um because they said um New Birth is the largest land owning black church in America yep. um, so with 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 that said um, um, you know, you before know. you go there, before you go there for a moment, you know, I, I just had a thought, and I think a lot of the, the, the kickback is is saying on church land, or people are saying on church land. Well, mm-hmm. How about we change it to you, because, you know, words mean a lot today, uh, on land that the church owns, not necessarily where the church is. Maybe that, yeah. that sounds better. Would that be better? No, not to people because they still going to hear it the same way. Now, this industry, according to the the Guardian, um, in January, just in in, in January twenty twenty one, it 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 raised the cannabis industry is what I'm talking about. Raised over one point six billion dollars in January. But it said while that industry is booming, black people's chances of joining the market are still a far reach compared to their white counterparts, as noted by the Guardian. See, so he got an uphill battle either way it goes. They say the main obstacle for him 
is the strict laws against the sale of cannabis unless for medical purposes, medicinal purposes is what I said. Um, the Georgia Access to Medical Cannabis Commission voted to award only two medical cannabis licenses to two businesses in the entire state. But it's not saying it can't be done. No, it's not saying it can be done, but you got an uphill, you got an uphill battle. Well, you know, anytime, any anytime anything is done in the black community, it's going to be an uphill battle. <laughs> Number one, uh, um, because we don't have the fi- the resources and the finances. Mm-hmm. Number one. Well, and, uh, and, and 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 well, yeah, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. His church does. Yes. You know, and that's look- that that is my point. They have the resources to do it, which in turn will turn over and become the resources of the neighborhood and that black community in that area. Mm-hmm. With educating the young black men, getting them off the street, hopefully some of them, because we know all of them not going to do it. Right. And teaching them something. Farming, and, and the other, I mean, and, yeah. And, and, and the other thing was that the the key thing that was said in all of that, and do it right. Yeah. That's the thing. Exactly. And do it right, because you know with everything, especially like that, there is always corrupt people. That, that, oh, that, of that, course. You know, yeah. so that is going to be another drawback. I don't think, I, I wouldn't see that as a drawback more of a a um something that we would have to really keep our eye on. Look, I'm talking like it's my it's me now. But you know what I mean? It it'd be something that I'll just make sure I put a lot of emphasis on and pay attention to. But at the same time you clearly, I, I you, clearly, uh, you, huh? clearly you clearly would have to have the right people in the right places doing the right thing. Okay, so <laughs> uh, traditionally, that's what the people in the church are supposed to be, right? But we know, we, yeah, we know. Okay, let's home, just for example. People are people. You can put that Christian moniker on your name, and we have seen this in the last few years. You know, especially with 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 with, with uh, uh, the so-called even evangelicals and some of the Methodists now supporting things that are not biblical. So when I say the right people in the right places, yeah, you you definitely need to do that because some of these so-called Christians, there are only Christians in name, you know, because how they live in and the things that, 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 that they support and, and that they are proponents of is not biblically sound. You know, but as it says in, um, I believe it was Second Second Timothy, he said there's going to be a lot of people coming with false doctrine, you know, um, looking for people with each itching ears, you know, so they can do what they want to do, basically. Yeah, they are out there. 
They are out there. That, that's, there's no doubt about it. That we we see it, we see it more and more, more and more, more and more today. They you and they and, and they and, and and they use the 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 scriptures in, in a in in the Bible um, because they can they can justify it, you know. Yeah, but this and that is not that, but that is not. That is not what Jamal Bryant is saying or doing. No, that is not what he is saying, but it can be perceived as such. Which sort of kind of proves his point. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said before, I feel as long as there are those that just don't want to, you know, uh, uh what the word am I looking for here? Um, improve? No, not improve. But if don't, they don't want to move into the 21st century and, and take a look at alternative ways, because we know, look, you know, we didn't have this discussion on the show about tithing and, you know, all that good stuff and what the church does for neighborhoods. And, I mean, we, we've gotten in some, some brawls over that. Here's an opportunity, I think, that would, benefit more than um harm a black community I, I really do if like you said if it's done right and, and and follows the law like it's supposed to man that that is a a, a, a money-making machine that you know will, will last for forever long as somebody out there tending to it you know that that's that's the part i'm looking at and as he said, you know, and if he get them come to come to church, you know, and he can save his souls if some of them need to be saved, what have you, because everybody that smoke weed is not the sinner, not 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 evil. But I'm not gonna get into that right there. I'm not gonna get into that. Okay, because um, he says it's the act, not the person. Um, but anyway, I, I think it's a great idea. I, I really do. I really do, and I, and I hope you know that. Georgia, Atlanta, you know, they kind of changed the laws a little bit, so it can it can actually happen. Because I, I'm curious to see somebody's going to do it. Someone's going to do it. So why not be the first to do it? Start start a standard, you know, of churches going back to supporting themselves. That's the, I mean, that's the way I'm looking at it. You know, I, I understand the traditional, and and people gonna go in the Bible and find you know scripture and all that, and some people just gonna be like, no, it's not right. But if it's land that is owned by the church, not necessarily growing it right by the church, why would that be a problem? Why it shouldn't be? Because you have the land, and the land by teaching someone how to farm, that's teaching them how to to to, to get their own food, grow their own food. And who knows? It may not branch. It, 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 it may not branch off into something else. You know. So it, it, it's revenue uh, resources there, but our old traditional way of thinking is, is hindering us from utilizing that and the laws, of course, at this moment. <laughs> yeah, the laws is the biggest thing at this point, Ted. <laughs> You know, so I don't know because you have to think there was this same there was this same um, argument or discussion about 
uh, music mm-hmm. back in the day. When you think about um, Edward Hawkins and the Hawkins mm-hmm. singers, right? When he changed the, the, the from traditional, you know, slow hymnal, hymnal music to more up and beat, you know, music and, and mm-hmm. songs. And then there came Kirk Franklin. Right. You know, where his songs were across him and CC and BB Wine and songs crossing over into the clubs, people in the clubs dancing to him. But you know, same it, discussion. But, but but if it wasn't for those, um, but if it wasn't for those songs being in the club, a lot of person, a lot of people wouldn't have never found themselves on. Uh, they never would have found their way to the church because Bingo. people forget. People people forget. Um, folk ain't gonna find sinners. Well, it, there are sinners in the church, but. Church folk ain't gonna find <laughs> church church folk ain't gonna find the real sinners in the church. That's why Jesus told them, "Go ye into all the lands and compel them to come." Yes, Jesus taught in the synagogues, but for the most part, if you read the gospel, if you read through the Bible, you will see that Jesus was always in the midst of sinners. He was always in the midst. Uh, of those that the, the the scribes, the Pharisees, and the priests thought were less than. You know, they even questioned him, like, okay, he's supposed to be a man of God, but he's sitting in the midst of sinners. And, you know, why is he, he said, listen, if the, you know, the, the people who are well, they don't need a physician, but those who are sick. So he came to deliver those people out of their sins. You know, so that they could have life, so that they could be redeemed and come in the right relationship with God. You know, but if you don't know, like 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 like, like it says in Hosea, he said, you know, how will they know unless they have a teacher? So you mean to tell me everybody gonna hear you because you standing up in your pulpit? Uh, because you put a weekly message on on Facebook, everybody gonna hear you and and gonna run to the church? No. You got to go where those people are. Standing behind those four walls ain't going to save nobody. I don't care what you say. I don't care how, how great a message uh, you have. Furthermore, there will always be sinners and corrupt people in the church. Just because you're in the church don't mean that the Holy Spirit is in you. You know, we hear stories all, uh, we hear stories all the time about children, women, men, people being taken advantage of, people being abused because of church doctrine and wrong views. See? So, yeah, it it it, it, it doesn't stop just because you come to the church. And that's the one thing that you, you, you have to realize. You know, the Bible says work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling, not of man, but of God, willing to obey God's laws. That's why there are some people who to this day, they're not going to set foot in a church because of some of the corrupt things that was done to them, said to them, they've seen and heard in a church. See, so finding something, that the, the Bible says, you know, be harmless as a dove, but wise as a serpent. If this is going to 
to to draw young men to the church where they can be taught a business and they can become self-sufficient, then, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. While at the same time, learning about Christ, learning about salvation. See, so, so like I said, it, it, it's a slippery slope. But like you say, if, if, if it's done right, it can work, and it can bring people out, uh, out of a lot of stuff, as long as he can get over the government regulations. Exactly. Exactly. Now, now, do do I think if he embarks on this endeavor, uh, is he gonna face a lot of backlash? Yes, he is, from all sides, and not just because um, he's a church, but like the article said, because he's a black man trying to do this, trying to bring black people out. Because as we know, in this country, historic his history shows that. When anybody who steps up trying to empower the black community and they start getting ahead as a whole community, all of a sudden they, you know, assassinated, shot, killed, you know, something happened to them. They're not here. Yeah. So that movement. Or rendered crazy. Yeah. So, 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 so that movement to, to better, you know, to better our own is always impeded you know, by violence and death or being discredited, your character being discredited. Yes. Or, or either some other legal legal way, whether it's, oh, they didn't pay taxes or they didn't do this. Or, okay, this church is doing this, so it's, it's, it's now a profit-making entity, so you, leave, you lose your 501c3 designation. Now you owe all these taxes. You see, so those are are, are the plots or, or the ploys that have been used to impede or to to impede, dissuade, and stop forward movement when these things come about in order to empower um, the black community, especially the black men. And and that's not rhetoric. That's just true. History speaks for itself, and we don't need to go that far back. There we go with the history thing again. Hey, hey! If you don't know, study like the Bible says. Study to show thyself approved. It didn't just mean study the Bible, because if you know anything about Jewish history, uh, or 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 the or 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 the Jewish religion. This is what they did. They studied the Torah. They knew their and they knew their ancestry. You know, back to front. This is what they did daily, and still do to this day. That is something that is ingrained in them. See, so so if, if if we had that same precedent without having had lost all of that, because it, it, it just as the Jewish people were, it was a oral tradition. But we lost all that because people stopped talking. They stopped telling the stories. They became ashamed of the past. Hmm. Ooh. Or, 
are 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 the younger the younger generation that they 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 growing up you know they just became disinterested and they didn't want to hear it. Oh, grandma, that's when y'all was growing up. Oh, grandma, that's what was in y'all time. Times have changed, so they don't want to hear it. So there are no oral traditions to move forward, hmm. especially after all the old ones die out. Who's telling their stories? In our community. See? Yeah. You know, and to add on to that, you know, as you talk about history, a lot of them don't know the history of their own neighborhood, how at one point that their neighborhood probably flourished, flourished wonderfully, you know, because they had their own. And that's what I'm saying. This, you know, actually growing, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I think because that could not only, like I said before, you know, help the community you know, by providing jobs and, you know, bringing people in and teaching the young, especially young men, but the young people, period. People, not just the young people. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Not, you know, only, that, we, not only that, if we really look at it, you know, not just the, the young people, but those who who possibly – can't get a job because of an arrest or a felony record. Are those homeless people, you know, who who nobody wants to hire, you know? But hey, if they if they can get out there and pick some crops or whatever, hey, they got an income coming in. <laughs> ah, yeah, but I think you have to phrase it better than picking crops. You know that that brings no, back. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I know what you're I saying. Did, I did. Yeah, you know, harvesting the weeds. That is, that is a harvesting specialist. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You yeah, know. that'll be because, it, a harvesting because, specialist. Because all of, all of that, all of that has to be done. And if it's not done uh, um, mechanically by hand or however, you know, you go, either way it goes, you're going to need some people to work in the industry. You're going to need some people, you know, to 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 work to get it to the point where it's ready for sale, you right. know, or ready for use by what what whatever um, distribution agency that that is licensed to distribute it. Right. Well, I mean, if you if you're good enough, you and you have the since they do have that much land, hey, they can build their own um, dispensary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. But again, they, like I said, they would have to have the personnel, the licensing, and and all of that. They would have to have all of that in place, right? And that's the hurdle, and that's the hurdle that they're going to have to 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 get over. Hmm. Well, I, I my personal opinion is I hope I hope you know somebody in the black church wise come up with you know actually go through with it. You know, because mm-hmm. I think that is a great money-making um, opportunity, and uh, you know, it, it, it's it'd be good for the economy of the neighborhood that it's in. Um, yeah, I, I really do. You know, but we'll see, and it, it brings it also, as I said before, it also brings the churches up into the twenty-first century. You know, kind of, kind of brings them into now, to the now, and not just, you know, okay, 
All right, everybody. What? Time for time for your tithes. Okay, wait a minute. We got to go out here and sell some dinners this week because we need a new front door for the church, or we want to feed the homeless next weekend. So let's go out here and raise some money so we get. You, you understand what I'm saying? You don't have to right. go through all that because you already have your resources in place to do that and, and reach out to others. You know, and that way also you're not burning out your congregation. <laughs> your people <laughs> among other things you know exactly so, oh my bad so yeah so my, that's why i say it, it's, a, it's a great thing because I, I guess i'm looking at it not from the quote-unquote uh christian biblical protestant whatever the religious religious side of it i'm looking at it from the financial opportunity side of it that that's what I'm looking at, and the the benefit more than the um the the, the cons of it. That's why I say I think it's a great opportunity. You know, I, I really do. And think about think about you know a church that large. Let's think about some of the people that just sitting in the congregation that can help with that. You, you understand what I'm saying? The the so the the um accountants. You know, the financial specialists, those that, you know, have have connections in, in distribution, marketing. I mean, you, you see what I'm saying? You've got it all right there in-house. In-house. You know, you're using what, what you've been given. That, that, that is such a great opportunity. But first, we we got to get our head, you know, the uh, uh, the government um, 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 conditioning that we have been taught over and ingrained in us over and over and over and over and over. You know, it's it's not a bad thing if it's done correctly. You know, just because someone's tell you it's bad doesn't necessarily mean that is the case. That that's that's my point of view. <laughs> That's my point of view of it. Mm-hmm. Any last thing you want to say on that? Or you just done with mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, hey, tell me about this lady over in Norway that, that's, that may go to jail for three years because she said men can't be lesbians. Because I, yeah. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, I don't even, I look, I don't even know how they can find themselves to put somebody in jail for that statement. But tell us about it anyway. Okay, this Norwegian um, filmmaker, her name is Tanya J. Javon, Javon, however you say her last name. Um, She said that she intentionally put the comment on Facebook to bring attention to uh, Norway's uh, hate speech law. Now, um, they found her under investigation um, because... um, she made the comment about a transgender female who often refers to herself as a lesbian mother. And she said that, um, she said, this is her post. She said, it's it's just as impossible for men to become a lesbian as it is for men to become pregnant. Men are men regardless of their sexual fetishes. So he was a man, transgendered into a woman, so now he calls himself a female, and so he calls himself a lesbian. But 
you were naturally born a man, and this is what she's talking about. She, um, it says that, you know, her comments fall under the 2020 amendment of the country's penal code that that added gender identity and gender expression as protected categories of speech. Now, people who speak about this privately, you know, they are fined and receive up to a year in prison for private remarks. But when they post it in the public, they face three years. So she knew exactly what she was what she was doing. You know, um, they're claiming that the the amendment undermines free speech and and, and expression in their country. So she wanted to bring uh, attention to that. And she has this is not the first time, but this says that. She has spoken out many times on controversial topics surrounding gender and women's rights. Um, she uh, also said, you know, uh, to the uh, Annette Tredis Bergenstein, who's the Minister of Culture and Re- Minister of Culture and Reality. Wow claiming that misconstruing gender identity and biological sex has harmful and discriminatory implications for women, especially lesbians. So she's saying that she wants to ensure that women's rights, lesbian women's human rights are safeguarded that by making it clear that they are no lesbians with penises. That men cannot be 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 lesbians regardless of their gender identity, and by tidying up the mess of harmful gender policies left behind from the previous government, you know, mm. she said, "I don't." She, she said, as a, "As a lesbian, I don't share an understanding of reality where two biological sexes are to be understood as sex. Gender identity is also important." This is what Tretzbergen replied. So, um, but she she is saying that they are really being discriminated against in this in this transgender women gender identity and you know all of these things because as she said a man cannot be a lesbian whether you identify as a woman or not you are not a lesbian only women to women are lesbians. So I just think it, you know, it's really sad. You know, they're arguing within their own selves about <laughs> what. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know what? And, and while you was reading that, the only thing that came to mind was he must have been a man that couldn't get no women, so he decided to change your <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, 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 I know. I know I that's know, wrong. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get. I don't get it. I don't get that part either. Yeah. Because you know, no. normally, in in normally, you know, and I don't know nothing about it. Because uh, yeah, I don't know anything about that their relationships or how they they work it out or whatever. Don't really care to know. Not you know, not my cup of tea, but. Um, I, my understanding of the whole, you know, LGBTQ 
you know, homosexual, lesbianism, that it was same sex. But if you are a man, natural born man, and as she said, you still have your penis and all of this stuff because Norway will recognize you as a uh, whatever identifying sex you want to be, um, that it even allows them to legally change their gender, you know, with without the, the, the medical, you know, side of it, the medical diagnosis of it. You don't necessarily have to go on to, uh, you know, do the whole hormone thing, the gender change and all of that. You can just say, oh, I feel like I'm a woman, or oh, I feel like I'm a man, and okay, yeah, that's what you are. Um, so, like she said, you got a penis, you, 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 you still a man, you're not a lesbian, you're just a man who want women for, you know, I, like you said, maybe you didn't get none as a man, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I'm with you, a man cannot be a lesbian, okay, no, and a lesbian can't be a man, no. Exactly. No, I, I mean, I agree with her. And and maybe that she had to go to that extreme to bring um bring it out, bring her point of view out, her point out that she wanted to get across. But yeah, that that was the craziest thing. I'm like, now who would who would even think that? But that okay. yeah, that's how that's how confused they are. It makes no sense to me. You know, you're arguing about stuff that that is relevant to you because I understand the free speech and 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 all of that. But from my point of view, okay, it just shows just how confused y'all are. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Well, let's see. We got to keep track of that and see what what um, how that turns out. Uh huh. You know, I mean, to go three go to jail for three year prisons for three years. Just for telling what's natural? Oh, boy, that's a scary thought right there in itself. <laughs> that really is. Um, <laughs> can you imagine walking through an airport in one of them countries and say something like that, and all of a sudden you in handcuffs and you don't know what you did? <laughs> you don't you know just what says, right. You don't know what you did. You just know they put you in handcuffs all of a sudden. Yeah. That, that boy, I tell you, that would be a wake-up call. Uh, ooh, a big one too. All right, we got about nine minutes left, and I got to kind of link the um, final words thing. I think it's not really lengthy, but I want to get it in. So for those listening, before I switch over, so P, you got any last words for me? Yeah, you know, just, just like I always say, just be true to yourself, true to who you are. Don't allow anybody to influence you or browbeat you into something that don't align with your values. Just stand your ground. Stand your ground on who you are, and 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 know that that you are important just as you are. That's it. All right, thank you, P. And um, as always, great, 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 great job, great job. Y'all know P is like my my undercover research um, assistant. <laughs> yeah, we be talking, and she be on it, just finding information. So thank you once again, P. Ross. All right, y'all. Time for me to get my last words in. And like I said, I got a lot on my mind as far as last words. I, I kind of um, dove into a little, dove, dove into it a little bit during the show. But before I go there, hey, I want to also mention Paul Whalen. Did, did y'all know Paul Whalen is a citizen of four 
Yes, four countries, four countries. Where is this? these other countries trying to get him out as well? He's a citizen of four different countries, the United States, United Kingdom, um, um, Canada, and Irish Republic. Yeah. Why are they trying to get him out? But anyway, anyway, we, we'll move on from that. Um, my last words. Hey, there seems to be this new thing going around here that when young black African-American athletes decide to uh, speak their mind that doesn't coincide with white and Jewish uh, majority uh, that as far as sports owners and business owners, there, there's a new thing they go, they have going around where they say, "Well, we got to fix them. We have to need they need to be reeducated. Why why do they need to be reeducated for telling the truth? Why do they need to be reeducated for for speaking their mind? Isn't it time for that to happen now? You know, one thing I can say about this 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 generation coming up, they are no longer settling for what they've been taught in in the in the uh, um, propaganda uh, proper in the in the school books where the truth isn't being told they're no longer going for that you have to remember today's children are more advanced than we ever were technologically um they're they're out there so they can find whatever they want to find and this group coming up now they're not standing for that and as the older older adults, we shouldn't stand for that either. Need to be fixed. Need to be uh, re-educated. Oh, you didn't apologize like we thought you should have. So, no. That makes no sense. You know, that's an example of what they used to do back in the day. You know, cut, cut the black male testicles off and carry it on. It's just a new way of doing it now in today's society. Without the visual part. They're trying to cut the balls off, trying to silence them, to make them timid and fall in line with everybody else. And I'm saying as black Americans, men, women, adults, parents, grandparents, teach our children, no, don't let that happen. Do not let that happen. Case with Brittany Griner, as I said before, about um, when she said she wasn't going to stand for the national anthem. But yet she went back and said, well, I know the Olympics coming up, and that's playing for her country. No, stand up for what you believe in. If you know you're right, you're right. And as long as we allow the establishment or the majority to tell us how we should apologize, how we should act, we're never going to get anywhere. Never. No, and that example can be used with Jamal Bryant as well. And his idea of, of growing cannabis on church um, property, land. No, it's time for, for, for us to get up and, and show that we know what we're talking about. And we are aware of the atrocities and the things that have been done to silence us over so many years. And it's time for that to stop. So next time you hear somebody say, yeah, they need to be fixed and they need to be ed- re-educated, ask them why. What have they done so bad they need to be re-educated? 
The education you gave us so far has been so crappy that we're so far behind everybody else. It's a shame. But that's the first thing they want to yell, especially when it's young black male. Let's get it right, people. Let's get it right. All right, that's going to do it for me, man. It's been fun. Another Thursday down. Uh, once again, we'll be back next Thursday at 3 o'clock. Yes, we changed the name of the show to The Talk with Mr. Talk. Yes, I did. And that's what the name going to be from here on out. Every Thursday, 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern. All right. Uh, just remember, you can hit me up on my email at ericletstalk at gmail.com. I'm on all the social media sites under Eric Let's Talk. So, you can find me if you want to leave me a message. For those that have other ways of communicating with me, feel free. All right. So until next week, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is gravy. All right. So until next week, man, have a good one. Be safe. And I'll see y'all then. She'll be the death of me, at least we'll both be numb And she'll always get the best of me, the worst is yet to come But at least we'll both be beautiful and stay forever young This I know, this I know She told me don't worry about it She told me don't worry and Instagram.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.